friends, welcome back to another episode of Perspectives by Women in Securities Finance. This podcast series furthers our mission to support our community as we seek to promote the advancement of women in the securities finance marketplace. We hope you leave today with a broader perspective or ideas about ways to further your network and career. Or perhaps a deeper education on important business changes in our marketplace. Now let's get into the episode. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Women in Securities Finance podcast, where today we are going to be talking about SIFMA's Securities Industry Institute partnership with Wharton. My name is Darren Pipio. I am the Senior Vice President of Advisory Strategy and Development. And here I am joined with Lana Calton from Hilltop Securities and Joe Colazo from Betamax and Tom Gooley with Satera. I'd like for them to take a moment to briefly introduce themselves and their particular roles at their organizations. Lana? Thanks, Darren. My name is Lana Kelton. I'm an Executive Managing Director at Hilltop Securities. I oversee our custody and clearing divisions and also our securities lending teams. And I've been with the firm for going on 30 years and started here as an intern in college, believe it or not. Time flies. And I'm happy to be here to discuss a passion of all of us on this call, Securities Industry Institute. I'm Tom Gooley. I am the Chief Operating Officer at Satera Financial Group in San Diego, California. That means I'm responsible for the call centers, trading, technology, operations, and the PMO. I've been in the industry for just about 30 years, but only the last two and a half at Satera. Hi, everyone. My name is Joe Calazo. I am the Director of Risk Management at Media and Communications, which is, as of March 1st, the Beta Next business. Happy to be here to talk about SIFMA and the SII. I think I have the most tenure out of this group on the board and being at the SII, which I graduated from in 2011 and joined the board immediately after that. So pleasure to talk about this with everyone. Thanks, Joe. And Joe is also our past chair of the Board of Trustees, of which we're all a part of. So really welcome the opportunity to really promote this program, because like Lana said, we are very, very passionate about it. But first, let me just share a little bit of background about what the SIFMA Security Industry Institute is. It is a leadership development program. It is held every year, the first week of March at the Wharton School, University of Penn, and it is a three-year program. So this year we had 843 participants, which is our largest class to date, and that is pretty evenly spread between the years one, two, and three. And the participants in the Securities Industry Institute cross over every role. So it came about in the 90s. When you look back around the 90s, it was really a predominantly financial advisor population that attended, but now it is any role whatsoever. And you can see that by our backgrounds here today. But I will say that this particular leadership development program is the longest running executive education program in the country. It is 72 years running. So it is very well known. It's very well attended and very well regarded. So I think that drives a lot of our passion. What's also interesting is the participants do not need to be in an organization that is a SIFMA member organization. You can participate in this 
program, even if you're with a company that is a non-member. So that is something that is also appealing about the program. And it's not restrictive by role. It's not restricted by organizations. We have about 80 organizations from across the industry that participate every year and always looking for new firms to get involved. So I'm hoping with this podcast today that we can inspire some of those who have not attended to get involved and also maybe get their organizations involved. And I think that we'll go through with our guest today and talk about that. From my perspective, I got involved in Securities Industry Institute because it's a very well-respected program at Raymond James. I went through the program in 2010 to 2012, so I graduated right after Joe, and I got on the board in 2014 as a trustee, and now I'm acting as the chairman until my term runs out in a few months. But That's really how I got involved, really, because our organization does emphasize this. Lana, do you want to share how you got involved in SII? Yeah, sure. So our predecessor to being Hilltop Securities was a firm, Southwest Securities, prior to our merger with uh, First Southwest Company in Dallas. And Southwest Securities had a long history of participation in SII, we had several people that were dear friends and mentors of mine back at that time that had either been on the board of trustees or were on the board of trustees. And I remember the person who was definitely my mentor, and I always say he had the first 25 years of clearing at Hilltop Securities, and I've had the second, he called me into his office and he said, you know, it's great news. You've been chosen to go to SII as a year one participant next year. And I'm like, great, what is it? You know, and he's like slapped his forehead, you know, because this was a highly competitive thing. Everybody wanted to do this. And I'm like, you know, okay, great. What is it? And that was in 03 to 05. I went through the program 2003 to 2005. And you're right, Darren, at the time, I remember there were so many skewed heavily attendee-wise towards advisors on the wealth management side. And I'll talk in a second about how much that's changed now. So as a year one student, I remember I was sitting in Meyerson. I remember exactly where I was. And there weren't many female trustees on the board at the time. And second day, a woman walked in and at the time they wore these orange badges, very easy to identify. And I remember like my 25 year old self looked up at her and I thought, wow, I'm like, who is she? She must be the real deal, right? I'm like, I'll never be that girl. And so it was Alexander Leventhal uh, with Leventhal and company at the time. So in the back of my mind, it always kind of became a long-term career goal, especially as I went through the program. This is a common theme that runs among all of our attendees and students. I mean, year three, they go into a deep, dark depression because it's over. Right. They just want to keep going. And so fast forward to 2017, I was canvassed here a little bit and said, hey, I'd really like to do this. Would you guys write me a recommendation and make some referrals? And kind of went through the process and became a board member. And honestly, as much as that was, like I said, something I've longed to do for a long time, it's delivered way above and beyond to be a member with all of you and how much talent and industry knowledge that we have on this board and how much we all see this as a way to give back and to also improve ourselves and our organizations. I can't say enough. I think still to this day, it's my favorite thing I've done professionally as far as any sort of outside role, not only as a student, but also on the board. Yeah, I love that, Lana. And I would love to get back to asking one of my favorite questions is what can you say is the most rewarding thing that you got out of it? And I won't put you on the spot here. I'll let Tom talk about how he got involved with SAI and then maybe we can come back and you can share the most rewarding thing that you got out of it. Sure. So I originally was a participant in the program because of a trustee at Morgan Stanley. So I was working at Morgan Stanley, running their wealth management operations. 
And she was a trustee for the program and she grabbed me and said, I really think the program would be great for you. And so I went and did the program somewhere around the same time as Darren and Joe. And when I finished the program, she had her second request. She said, really thought it was great that you did the program. Now I'd like you to teach a course at the program. So I started off teaching the fundamentals of securities operations, which is all about brokerage operations and how it works. And I did that for about five years as one of the teachers and had a lot of fun. It was great standing up in front of the participants and talking about how the industry works and all the nuances and so forth and so on. And I was probably in the fourth year of that. And Kevin Maloney, who I know through the industry, approached me and said, hey, I've been introducing you for the past few years. Would really love you to be a trustee as well. So I taught for another year, then stepped down and then became a trustee. And I've been a trustee for about five years. But it's been an awesome, awesome program. Really have enjoyed it a lot. I love that. From participant to teacher to trustee, that's a different path. Now, so, now I know why he makes us call him Dr. Gulley. Exactly. <laughs> Is that it, man? <laughs> I'll tell my story. Before Mediant, I was part of the Vanguard Group and I was responsible for brokerage operations, which at the time, back in 2008, 2009, was a relatively small part of the larger Vanguard mutual fund company that it is and everyone knows. And we would send a few people a year to the SII. I fortunately was one of them. And going through the program, every year you come back and you just have the same wonderful experience of like, oh my God, the things you're learning, the people you're meeting, the relationships you're building. And the one thing that resonated with me back during my time as a participant is we call this the Securities Industry Institute. And as Darren mentioned earlier, it's applicable to any, especially all of financial services, but really any even non-SIFMA member firms can come. We have some consulting firms who come as participants to learn and grow. And as we started at Vanguard to get the word around that, you know, this isn't really just applicable to our brokerage business. We want to build leaders for the organization who are well-rounded, who understand markets, who understand strategic thinking, who understand relationship building and we started sending more and more people. And I'm thrilled that from the class of 10 that I was a part of, I think Vanguard now sends well over 100 people to the SII. And it is a critical component of their leadership training, which I think that's a similar mindset at many organizations. It's a highly selective leadership training program that the organizations invest in. And it's just continued to grow and continue to surpass all expectations. And I think, Joe, that's part of our role as a trustee is to ensure that our organizations are really engaged with the Securities Industry Institute. And I know that you helped grow that from a 10 participant at Vanguard to 100 by sort of internally lobbying and showing and promoting this, right? Yeah, the trustees do a lot of that, promoting the SII, really making sure it's well understood what it's all about, the benefits to the future leaders of the industry, as I like to call them. And that's a large part of our job. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about how much time we spend on the curriculum, which it all comes down to if the curriculum's not good, people will not get a good experience. And that's a large part of what we do as trustees. Right. And Tom, for those listening, and if they had to go request to participate in SII, what would they tell their organization, how will the organization benefit from sending those people to the SII? Because you've been at a number of different organizations that have participated in varying degrees with SII. 
Yeah, and I've actually started the participation at a few different of the organizations that I've been at and promoted it there. And part of what I tell them is, look, every organization is dependent upon their people, right? If you have really good people, really talented, good leaders in your organization, you can do a lot more things. And we've talked a little bit around this in some of the comments we've made, but it is a development opportunity for your people. It is a really good thing for people that have a few years under their belt or moving into management or leadership roles at their firm. And you get this cornucopia of different skills and knowledge and capabilities. You know, we try and teach people things across how do you become a better leader? How do you lead your people, manage your people? How do you do that personal development? And we give people a lot of those kind of skills that are readily applicable across the firm. And then we teach them about the industry, things that they may not have time in their given day to actually step back and learn and dive into. And then we talk a lot about strategy. We teach them about how to strategically think your way through an issue, how to develop those skill sets to be able to do it. There are a number of courses that span across the three years that really help you build upon each one of those courses to develop a much broader skill set. So you end up as a graduate of the SII program, you have this multifaceted individual that has a lot of different talents that you can readily deploy in various parts of your organization. It's a great development program. That is a really nice summary because that encapsulates the whole curriculum and what we as trustees have a responsibility to deliver, right? So this rests on the trustees' shoulders to deliver this. And maybe Lana, your vice chair now, you've kind of worked your way through the trustee being part of different committees. Why don't you give the audience an indication of what it's like or how do we deliver on what Tom just mentioned? And and if you want to let the audience know maybe who your favorite trustee is, that would be great too. (laughs) Oh, wow. No pressure on that one. Well, gosh, it's so hard to pick between the three of you, but don't tell everybody else, right? So It's a tie, um, I know. Yeah, it's a tie, three-way tie. Yeah, so I think that, you know, when you asked me earlier about some of my favorite moments and things, I will say that every year when we come back after session and our first few meetings are to go through the feedback of all of the participants that we remind them throughout the week to leave feedback on the professors, on the topics, on what they'd like to see covered, et cetera. And we go through every single one of those. This is not just busy work because that's how something stays relevant for 72 years. It keeps reinventing itself, right? And I think that we've done a really great job with not only taking that feedback, but also since we're such a diverse group within the board of trustees in different areas of the business, you know, we all come from different firms. A lot of us have been involved with the program for a long time. A lot of us are fairly new to the program, but it gives us a really fresh perspective on trends in the industry, trends with investors, and like to Tom's point, things that are impacting us. I mean, coming out of COVID, I mean, that was a huge topic that we talked about as far as how managing people has changed, how remote work has changed, how we deal with our clients and teams coming out of that. And so we wanted to focus on those type areas, uh, stress management, leadership from afar. I mean, those type things that we hit on. And then you also have such an interesting time in the markets. On top of that, all of you, I mean, the whole financial services and the market and economic component of this program is something that I'm very passionate about. But the other skills are just as important because, Tom, what you said is so right. You know, everyone always says, oh, I wish I could go back to college when I was older. That was wasted on me when I was 18, 19. (laughs) For the participants, this is sort of their second bite at that apple. I kind of feel that way, even sitting through the program as a trustee every year. 
because let's face it, I mean, whether we'll admit it or not, even ask in a group, you know, what are your weaknesses, this or that, you may say something, but you may not say the whole truth, right? But you sit in these sessions and things will resonate because when you have a practical application of your knowledge day in and day out in your workplace, you know exactly where your gaps are. And you see also maybe where you have challenges with other people or you're managing a team and it'll be just these little pockets of brilliance that come out of the professor's mouths. And you're like, oh, wow, like that, honestly, if I took that back and applied that every day, I think that would help that problem or issue or situation or what have you. So I think that is the value of it is because it's not something that is esoteric to somebody that's in need of this every day. They can take it back. It's a practical application of what we're all going through. And the reason why it lands so squarely where it needs to is because we all work in this business too. And, you know, I said earlier that the demographic has changed as far as attendees. And when we look through those statistics today, the number of either IT, legal, compliance, risk, those type of attendees, I mean, that was just really not common when I went through the program and now it makes up a huge percentage of the attendees. So we've, of course, had to design curriculum for those type of attendees and really pay attention to those areas. And I'm sure we'd all say those are the areas of growth in all of our firms, right? And whether we like it or not these days, we work at a fintech firm if you're in this business, period. Yeah, so. absolutely. We didn't have sessions on robo-advisors when I attended, <laughs> right? That was, yes, this hybrid work strategy is something that's real, but like Tom and like Joe said, we're building leaders for the financial services industry, and we've got to keep our pulse on the most relevant topics and technology has been a big pillar, but 2018, we made a concerted effort to build a pillar or a class that's required for all participants to take each year around ethics and put a lot of effort into that because, you know, our industry was suffering from some credibility and reputational risk. And we wanted to make sure that everybody was prepared to act accordingly. And that I think was a very, very good adaptation, if you will, of the program. We had 200 and I believe 16 or 218 classes last year with 80 speakers. And we can talk probably all day about who our favorite speaker is. But what I want you to touch on, any one of you, is the relationship component and the networking. And I don't want to miss an opportunity to really focus on that. Any thoughts? I was hoping we would spend a little bit of time on that. You know, we spend a week at Wharton learning from the best professors and instructors and industry experts. But it's also just as important, at least from my perspective, that we're spending a week at Wharton mingling with the best and brightest across all organizations of the industry. And the time that is spent within the classroom where it's very refreshing because more often than not, people are very open to share their ideas and their perspectives and what they are all about. And you learn a lot from that, but there's also a lot of time built into the week where we just mingle together, be it over a dinner or a cocktail hours that we uh, host or large gatherings on the big Thursday night event, which is a wonderful time that we have. It's really an amazing opportunity to learn from our colleagues and peers across different organizations, but For me, I'll say the relationships I've built through the SII over the years have been invaluable to my career. I've learned and continue to learn from everyone on this call, the broader trustee group, and even the participants throughout the years. It's an amazing opportunity. 
you know, just to kind of pile on a little bit there, right? A lot of firms use this as a reward for their high potentials, right? So they're selecting the people that they think have the most runway. They're going to do the best things for their organization. That's the people you get to hang out with. You are hanging out with the best and the brightest that many firms will send to the program. And so if you want to build some connections across the industry, that's a pretty good group of people to hang out with, you know, and it's a pretty good group to network. And there are lots of opportunities, as Joe called out, whether it's cocktail hours or just walking from class to class or within the class itself and having the conversations and seeing how people think. So it's a great opportunity to do that. You can also network with the professors. They're generally pretty gregarious people and they like to talk to students. They do this because they love it. They're really enjoying it, right? We purposely do this at the spring break cycle for many of the professors. So the professors, instead of going off and taking a vacation, they're coming here to do this. So you have students that are high potentials, professors that are into it and want to be there and are on the cutting edge in many of their industries. It's a great group of people to hang out with. And I would say that's absolutely true. And just to point out, the people who are teaching the classes aren't all professors of a university. So there are certainly people from Wharton, there are people from Harvard, there are people from Emory, but there are also industry consultants, management consultants, maybe representatives from a consulting firm. So it's a nice mix also. I find the uniqueness of the Securities Industry Institute to me, is that it does cross the demographics that Lana pointed out. Instead of going to our work conferences where we know they're all for IT folks or they're all for compliance and standards folks or what have you, this is a unique experience to meet all aspects of the financial services industry, which I find really appealing in working with you people. And last comment I'd make on that, just to kind of put a bow on all of this, I think everything you said is true, but I think that you also get an opportunity to spend, especially with us as trustees, right? We get to spend three weeks over three different years with the same group of people. And it's sort of almost like a platoon, right? If you will, I mean, you get to know each other in a very different way than you do just even at work. And it's kind of like that you see each other on campus and you're like, oh, I didn't know you go here, you know, like that kind of thing. It just is a very different vibe and everybody's happy to be there. And at the end of the day, usually I think you guys all do this too. As trustees, we usually have one night during the week that we'll take our entire team or, you know, a subset of our team out from our firms and just kind of hang out and spend some time with them, see how the week is going. And the feedback I get in particular this year, it was so funny. Our general counsel came and he's six, five, he's a huge guy. Right. And I saw him on campus Wednesday and he's like, man, oh my God, he's like, I'm, I'm like blown away. I thought this was going to be like a conference. And instead he's like, I've just been like every session I go to is better than the one before. Like, I just had no idea how awesome this was going to be. I mean, it made my day for sure. But I think that that is an important component, but you're right. Everybody's happy to be there. These are professional people that are rising stars in their organization. So you really couldn't ask for a better group of hundreds of people to hang out with for like a few weeks of your life. It's totally worth the effort. I know we all take it back to our organizations and run that effort and lead the charge every year to make sure that we've got the right people in front of the committees that probably approve that in all our groups. And I really can't think of anyone that I've had since I've been involved with this program that's gone through at Hilltop and hasn't just loved it. Thank you. Thanks, Joe, Lana, and Tom for spending this time with me. And I really appreciate the invitation that the Women in Securities Finance has allowed us to really promote a program that we all love. If you are interested in learning more, you can always go to sifma.org forward slash institute. 
and it will provide you with the details and how to get involved for more information. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Perspectives by Women in Securities Finance. And a big thank you to our featured speakers from this episode. And of course, all the active Women in Securities Finance members that are driving real change in our marketplace today. If you have ideas for future episodes or would like to get involved, please visit our website or you can contact Women in Securities Finance via LinkedIn. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, you can subscribe to this series wherever you get your podcasts. And now for our disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters and do not reflect the views or opinions of their respective employer organizations. This material is for your private information and does not constitute legal, tax, or investment advice. There is no representation or warranty as to the current accuracy of nor liability for decisions based on such information. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.